What did I say? Opa Gundam style. I almost just said the actual thing. Opa Gundam style, everyone. Opa Gomper style. Opa Gomper style. Welcome to the podcast about Fun Point, a podcast within a podcast. <laughs> we're it's 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 time for your weekly dose of Gundam. If you can't tell, we're in good spirits this week because it seems that we are experiencing less of um, pain in the show. Less which trauma. Is a good sign. Less trauma. Still trauma, but less of it. Babe, it's time for your uh, Gundam. T- <laughs> Babe, it's twelve p.m. on a Sunday. It's time. It's time to play. It's time to get on Mister Tomino's Wild Ride. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, honey. Yes, honey. Um, That's what it is. That's yes, honey. Yeah. Uh, we should make that meme. Someone will do it in the Discord. Um, how are you doing this week, Morg? How are these episodes for you? These episodes fine this week. Eh. But these episodes are fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's about that's about right. It, it it's it it was a week, <laughs> but every week I have my my Gundam episodes to look forward to, like a nice warm cup of hot cocoa on a cold winter's day. So when this comes out next week, uh, everyone in the Discord should ask me how far I am on packing because I have not been packing like I should be. Yeah, everyone, everyone in a week from now, when this comes out, just say, hey, Morg, <laughs> finish with those packing. I mean, I'm not going to finish because I'm packing to, like, move home, but to even get, like, a good start on it. That's the thing. It's always, it's like, like, literally everything in life. The hardest step is always the first. Once you, like, start moving things to pack, it's like, oh, this isn't so bad. And then you just keep on doing it. Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm doing it, like starting so early because I have a habit of waiting till the last day Mm -hmm. uh, like the day before so I'm like well if I do it in small amounts it'll be fine I feel like you and I both have big uh executive dysfunction energy big big procrastination up in here oh yeah for sure I'm looking at all the cans around me and looking at the disaster that is my room big executive dysfunction Mm -hmm. big executive dysfunction big Gundam this week we talked about episodes 22 through 25 of Gundam 0079, a.k.a. Mobile Suit Gundam. No, 20, 21, 22 through 24. So, episode 22, The Trap of Makuve. Um, how's yeah, this one go? Makuve's trick. Makuve's trick. Oh, I, I think this one starts out. Amuro is blowing up yet another mine. Um, he's just like fighting Goose regular now. It's sort of like how in Dark Souls you end up fighting, like, Taurus demons as regular enemies in late game. It's like a boss originally, but then, like, as you progress and get stronger, you just fight them like normal. Well, that's because later there's going to be, like, a new, mm-hmm. like... A new tier. New tier of robot. So they're like, okay, well, the goofs are the foot soldiers now. Right. I like them though. I just the shade of blue they use is very appealing. It's a nice shade. It's a nice shade. Um, they're scary. Heat rod tentacle is a good weapon, even though I just made it worse. Yeah, it's like it's 
it, it it's it's a thick whip is what it is which as i'm saying it you know doesn't really make it sound better either yeah that's why i made that like okay there's there's no there's no way around it folks thick but g- goof good whip yeah, it's not cool whip it's hot whip <laughs> mm, um, just like a puddle of cool whip that's what hot whip mm, delightful <laughs> slurp it up so um a, a goof sort of gets away and Amara is like hmm bright won't be happy about this cut to bright who's like on the brink of death yeah i mean bright won't even know so it's fine because he is too busy passing out he's jordan peele sweating like crazy right now <laughs> yeah, he is I was like, I, I did not take like that many notes for the first episode for some reason, but one of them is just Bright is not okay. Lol. Yeah, Gerard Way voice. He's not okay. Um, okay. Yeah, we we do see Amro's getting more brutal in combat because he like the, the goof cuts Amro's RPG and his shield in half, but Amro like runs the goof through with his saber, like yes. the. Not to keep harping on it, but the boy ain't right. He's fine. He's fine. Um, He'll be fine. But yeah, another successful battle. Wahoo. Um, and then Bright beefs it on the bridge. He just falls. Rest in peace. <laughs> he does the Peter Griffin fall. Where it's just like two, it's just two frames just like thump on the floor. This is the one death of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Too, you too you bad, would so be sad. a lot more upset if Bright was... Oh, God. I would, like, refuse to record if Bright died in, like, the first two minutes of the episode. <laughs> um, no, I'm not doing it this week. Get someone else. This uh, blonde guy named Job carries him off. And I think Job is the guy who was in the gun cannon last... Or the gun tank last episode. So he's, like, a, a, like a, th- a third-tier cast member. Yeah, he has a name now, which is nice. Um, he's kind of a backup pilot i guess he's the cool you talked about you were like oh cool blonde guy i remember this yeah but unfortunately him being a character who's named is like ruining your theory that every blonde person is important because he's just a guy was that my theory i don't even remember well you said because the only blonde people we saw were sayla and char oh because i was talking about myself and you also and why Mm, right so, so yeah, now I'm confirmed as Job. Well, no, there's a character named Maximilian and a character who looks at me, but it's not named Maximilian. So this, which which means we can posit that there's a character named Morg on white base, Ooh. and there's also a character that looks like you, but does not have the name of Morg. Mm. Only time will tell if this theory will be proven correct. It'd be cool if they like, since they go to nor they go to Belfast at some point, if they like met a Morgan, like Morgan's probably more british but whatever it's like kind of a it's a it's a uk name i believe it's a uk name yeah. so it, maybe um, they'll come across some morgan there <laughs> yeah, only time will tell we cut uh to makuve who's he's like saying that this elran guy elron elron hubbard um doesn't oh, give him any God. useful information <laughs> if it was elron hubbard you would know immediately that he was fucking betraying you Holy yeah shit. god yeah, I, I mean, I, I looking at the name, it would have been pronounced Elron, um, Edudan. But you choose him out. You like choose, you choose out a subordinate for like some of his mining bases being destroyed. Yeah. And there's this other guy, Judok, and he's like, tell Elron to go slow down White Base. Is and it really as... pronounced Judok? Judok? I it's think so. It's so close to Judas, dude. 
Whoa. Well, hmm. Huh. Hmm. I'm thinking about it. <sighs> I did not even, like, realize that. <laughs> but, yeah, as he leaves, he says, your Federation collar is showing. Yeah. He's Betray. There's some shenanigans going on in the Federation right now. Mm-hmm. See, here's the thing. Uh, with my incredible powers of observation, at first I thought he was like, like chastising this guy for not having like a proper uniform, like saying like, oh, the Federation doesn't wear their uniforms right, and they have like, you know, ruffled collars and all that, and oh, like that you're saying your Federation. Own. I thought he was doing like some sort of idiomatic dig at the guy, not saying. Hey, your other uniform is showing, but no, I believe it is rather literal in this case. I mean, you find it out later that it is, but like it, that would have been a funny own. It's just like, wow, mm-hmm. someone something smells like Federation in here. Yeah, yeah, bro, you look like the bad guys. Haha, <laughs> you suck. Yeah, my office. <laughs> I'm gonna go play with my mobile suits now. I'm gonna go play with my gunpla. <laughs> my gun freedom plastic um what happens next oh yeah then we get that weird little shower scene oh yeah i was like why is being stinky like a plot point it's not but also it is so here's the thing this is the direct answer to the whole when you play a video game when do the characters shit like when 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 you take a shower, it's like it, it's them basically saying it happens. You don't need to see it, but obviously it happens. Like things, you have object permanence as a viewer of a TV show. Like obviously you have to extrapolate. Ugh. It's just saying like, yeah, you, you boys are stinky. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta clean yourself. But before that, yeah, like the actual shower scene is just like they're just um, fucking Fraubo is washing the children. That's it. Yeah. That's all that Yeah, happens. I don't want... That's all that happens. Like, I mean, no, I don't want to talk about it. It's weird. It's kind of weird. <laughs> um, and you'll have to watch the show to find out, because we actually aren't going to talk about it. Moving on. <laughs> um, Amuro's working on Gundam. He tells Hayato, he's like, bring me a, 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 a part or whatever. And Hayato checks the snap-on big crate, and he's like, oh, we don't have the 10-size the part that everyone misses when they do work on cars. This is a real thing. I'm I'm not goofing. Oh, okay. Um, I was like, I mean, uh, you know more about cars, so. <laughs> yeah, I forget. I forget what exactly, like how many millimeters it is, but it's like the most common part to go missing when you work on a car. Um, but they go. They have to like run off uh, to find Bright, and then this is when Frau says, "You boys stink. Put some X body spray on." And they say, "No, too 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 busy killing to shower." Too busy to be clean. Even though, like, food's important, hygiene isn't. It's fine. It's like, well, here's the thing. You can eat you can eat a chili dog while you pilot the Gundam, but you can't shower while you pilot the Gundam. True, true. Actually, I think it would be really hard to f- eat and pilot a Gundam. <laughs> I think... Well, okay, it depends on the kind of food. First of all, anything that inc- requires a utensil, that's out. Like, no way. Yeah, like, no way. A, a burrito, a sandwich, like, yes. Anything that involves, like, a sort of barrier between you and the messy food that you can hold in your hand, you could probably do that. But you need both your hands to pilot the Gundam. Yeah. It's not a steering wheel where you only, like, where it's like, oh, you should have two hands, but you only really need one, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, 
It's probably unsafe, but Amuro doesn't anyway, because he's like definitely cocky in the Gundam. I like to think he wears one of those like funny soda hats so he can drink while piloting the Gundam. <laughs> like he he just takes a big he just he he takes a big sippy of his Mountain Dew Baja Blast inside the Gundam from his cool hat. He has um a burrito in one hand, a drink in the other, and pilots it with his feet. He has it's like his knees up on the steering wheel or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's gonna crash that Gundam one day. So they go, they, they learn that Bright's in the infirmary. Um, Amuro sort of like, and they, and they learn that Mirai's with him, because like, I feel like it's kind of clear that Mirai has the hots for Bright at this point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's very concerned like, about him. Yeah, Amuro goes to the bridge. Beyond um, anyone else. Yeah, he goes to the bridge. He's like, asks about the part or whatever. He doesn't really like, he just sort of leaves. Um... I, I think I, I I don't know what the scene was trying to convey, but he walks in. He like just sort of trails off before he can like get any information. I, I think he he I, maybe I don't know. My take is that he walked into the infirmary. He sees like Mirai fawn, fawning over Bright, and he's like, "Oh, I'm the third wheel. I'm going to leave." Yeah, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if it was that or if it was um, he walked in thinking like maybe Bright wasn't as bad off as he thought or something like. Oh, maybe he's still like conscious enough to tell me stuff, but it's like, oh, oh, oh. he's worse off than I thought. Mm. But yeah, this, I feel this, like yours, this dude is sick. yours might make more sense with like the characterization of Mirai. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, and also the age, right? If you're 15, you don't want to be a third wheel. Yeah, for sure. That's like mad awkward. That's just high school days. Yeah. Yeah, it's just funny because then he like backs out and then um, he goes back to talk to Hayato. He's like, did you get that part? And he's like, no, (laughs) it's fine. Nah, bro. They're like making out in there. It's really awkward. I got to do my math homework. (laughs) I got to do my geometry homework for Mr. Nazca. I'm not going to walk in. My friends are making out and they're like right next to my locker. So I can't get anything out of it. It'd be weird. Oh, can't ask him to move. Um, is a nerd. <laughs> I'm just starting to talk about my high school days now, huh? Yeah, I was um, like, mm, <laughs> this sounds familiar to you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Max, you're talking with a alarming amount of detail here. Um, so the next thing we get, this is when the Xeon dudes are hanging out in the desert. Yeah, because they just, they have, they like talk about how they're like all in plastic because they're not being like read by the sensors with like metal on them like mm-hmm. they very much make a point of it uh to be like yes even my watch is plastic um because they're all like planning to like attach stuff to uh white base to like mm-hmm. blow it up and they're successful yeah they, they they super do it it's it's like very quiet it's like they're good at communicating. They plant bombs all over. When they blow it up, uh, we learn that they blow up only the Minovsky detectors and the ECM transmitters. Their radar is fine. They plant the bombs everywhere, and then they do the YMCA to each other to signal that they're okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what it fucking looks like. Um, they do the, they do the mockery at each other to say detonate the bombs. Uh, yeah, they like purposely like leave on the radar, like. Everyone in White Base thinks, like, maybe it was an accident, maybe it was on purpose. We don't know why they would have left it to us. Mm-hmm. What is he? Oh, God. Okay. 
Because... You made me on. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. <sighs> oh no. It's contagious. Uh, yeah, they did it on purpose because Mukube's like, I want them to use the radar to overthink things. I'm yeah, so and like, my good plan. Yeah, it works. And, and it, it works. I mean, it only works because Bright's not at the bridge, I feel like. Like, I feel like Bright's a good enough commander that he can, like, figure out that. Yeah, that's true. Like, he's been doing it long enough. Right. The, the stars have aligned because Mirai is, like, essentially the acting commander now. Um, yeah. And she, she puts everyone on alert. She seems to be, like, kind of panicked about it. Like, also, which, he- like, helps make the everything fall into place because she, you know mm-hmm. she can't keep a cool head yeah like like 20 dops are flying in she she when she calls out to get in the core fighter she does amaru and ryu at first and i was like ah my bones mm, yeah and then she's like oh i hayato and amaru it's like the, the, god this whole episode is like damn wish ryu was here i mean these two episodes are kind of like yeah Damn, wish Ryu was here. But um, but they're like sort of questioning our orders, right? Because there's so many dops, and the core fighters can't really do anything about it. Like, there's just too many for them to fight, and it's like it's clear that she can't command units as well as Bright can. Bright wants to get up to the bridge, but he can't. He's like calling out for Ryu in yeah, his mind to like help him. Um, and then she sort of orbs. She's like, okay, whatever. Forget the plans. She has Amro do a midair transfer during the battle. Yes, that's right. And then um, Hayato like goes on white base to do it. And yeah, because he can't do it in midair. Um, they're like, "This is a bad plan," but okay. Yeah. No, I don't know how I like. I forgot about that part where he's like, yeah. like, um, Bright's just like panicking about Ri. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sucks. And like, it as sucks. they're fighting, they they see uh, Makuve's ship on the horizon. Um, and they, yeah, and this is when Mukube's trick happens where he tells his bridge crew, he's like, I let them keep the radar so they'll analyze the situation and fall into a trap of their own making. Ah, ha, ha. And then, like, at this point, some goofs, or goofs appear. I still read it as goofs in my I head. I do, too. G- goofs appear. Amaro and Hayato got to fight them. They do this amazing tag team attack, though. Hayato's in, um, Hayato's in gun cannon. And the goofs are attacking and Hayato like chucks a like there's two goofs and then Gundam and Gun Cannon. Hayato chucks a boulder up in the air, and like the boulder's like going to land on the goof, so they shoot it apart. And like as the boulder breaks after they shoot it, Amro's behind it in Gundam and he's like bops him. Oh, okay, yeah. For some reason, I was picturing like a different episode where like um, Amro like oh there is a tag team attack in the third one leaps on one of the that robots. too yeah they're getting they're getting good with teamwork yeah yeah. I think, but yeah, he, like, kills one of the goose, and the other one, he, like, tears apart, literally, and this is when the funny little comedy bit happens, with with the goof pilot freaking out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, that's my hero. He, like, yeah. like wigs out, and he, like, uh, like, he does a fucking, like, good face, like, whoever animated it was having a good time, uh, and he, like, sneaks out of the goof. And mm-hmm. like scoots his butt down the leg and stuff. Like he's just like scrambling away. 
It's animated very, very, very comedy. I like it. It's very, yeah, it's very comedic. It's definitely just, like, you'd have to, like, watch it compared to, like, the other animation of people. Mm -hmm. It's, like, very, like, fast comedy kind of stuff. Yeah, I like it. Me too. Um, I think at this point, they, like, they have no ammo left. They gotta return to white base. Um... And Mirai doesn't really want to run, but she, like, has no choice, essentially, because they can't really fight back right now. Yeah. I think I, I think this is when they, they like, are ordered to go right, back out, like, right away. Yeah, because Sayla, like, kind of makes her be like, oh, all you can think about is running or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Mirai's like, uh, okay, I guess I gotta send them back out. Or something like that. I don't remember which yeah, of them orders. Yeah, it's like, guess I'll die. I don't remember which of them, like, orders them to go back out. Mm-hmm. But they do. Y- yeah, they do. Um, but at this point, they've, like, completely fallen into the trap. Because Makuve has set up a mega particle cannon. Um, and, like, they're, they're flying. The dop sort of hang back. And, like, Sailor realizes this. But it's too late. Because um, White Base gets completely owned by this thing. It, like, blasts a hole through it, and, like, the whole thing is on fire. All the engines are failing. Um, yeah. Amuro, like, uh, has to destroy it, but White Base is, like, totally grounded. Yeah. White Base gets fucked. Doesn't Amuro yeah. almost, like, get obliterated? <laughs> um, I don't know if he does, but he's, like, I, I think he's fine because he's like hanging out like on the side of white base like crouched down he like blows up the the cannon oh not in gundam i mean before he gets back in gundam i I... oh um i think that might be the next episode oh okay no because i didn't know yeah that's next episode because he definitely does like almost die um okay yeah, but but they they're forced to land. The dops are coming back, so they ha- hatch a scheme to basically like blow up all their smoke bombs with the safety off to like basically make it seem like there's just like just like dead smoke billowing out of white base and it can't fly at all. They don't actually end up showing that. Like, do they not end up doing that? No, they do. You see, like, you see the smoke coming out of white base. You don't see them like doing you the smoke see bombs them themselves, it though. Off. Right. That's what I thought. Like, they, I was like, you see the smoke. But, like, you just see, like, because what ends up happening is, like, um, one of the operators suggests that, and because Mira is just, like, sitting on the ground at this point. Yeah, she's not doing good. And she is just, like, kind of, like, I don't know what to do. And Sayla's like, okay, well, I'll leave it up to you whether we do the smoke bomb stuff. But Mira doesn't say anything. So that's why I wasn't sure. I was like, I think they set them off, but they don't actually like show it. So yeah, it just it just happens. You sort of like have to right. And normally, extrapolate. I, I would have just been like, oh yeah, that's what happened. I think I I was questioning it since Sayla was like, mm-hmm. hey, let's wait for Mirai to say something, and yeah. she didn't. So I was like, yeah, I end up doing it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and the episode sort of ends with like Mirai like just like sort of collapse, like calling out for Bright and Ryu. And all they can really do is, like, call General Rebel and ask for help. Because they're just totally screwed. They're just totally screwed. Yep. They're, um... Yeah. They're kind of sitting ducks. And that's where we leave them for the next episode. Which is called Matilda's Rescue. Mm Mm-hmm. It is. Um... Oh, God. So this episode starts. They're repairing the ship. 
like there's like all like walking around outside there's like soldiers goofing off playing cards um mirai's walking around and like she keeps on seeing paper airplanes being thrown yeah it's kai we find out like making of course it's kai from uh like everyone else is just like looking to fix white base and kai's just like standing around with like some goggles on his head not doing shit mm-hmm and like everyone's like, we're gonna call you a coward if you don't fucking help. It, yeah, it, it's like and he's like pretending he's like, oh, this looks like it needs calibrating. Oh, I'm smart. But he only ends up doing that when like Mirai comes by, though. Like, yeah, he sucks. I hate Kai. Irredeemable, <laughs> completely. Um, but yeah, they they like can't repair the ship right now. And I think right now, uh, after this, we cut to bright. In, in the infirmary, and he like at this point formally asks Mirai to be the temporary commander. Yeah, um, he's like, and gives her a book to read or something. Yeah, here's the owner's manual for White Base. Um, and she like you know super doesn't want to um do it. She's like, oh, I don't think I can, but she really has no choice. Um, I think. Next, we cut to, uh, like, the Federation base in, like, Eastern Europe or whatever. Yes. With, with, with Revel and the others. Yeah, because Revel is, like, talking about, like, we have to send White Base more supplies, but let's also send them uh, these extra Gundam parts stuff. Mm, the power-up mecha. Power-up mecha, that's what it's called. Um, but it's interesting, because they talk about, like, Eh, they probably don't want to be guinea pigs anymore, but we can't really do experiments with regular military. Let's do it with our fake military. Yeah, it super sucks. Yeah. They don't care. They're just going to do it. They're going to do it. And, um, you know, luckily it works out for them, but Mm -hmm. it could have not, you know, (laughs) it could have just fucking exploded. I don't know. Um, is this when it cuts to like Makuve talking to yeah. General Alaron's like subordinate again? Because General mm-hmm. Alaron, you know, was standing there. Like we we see him, right? Yeah, and um, that's when I was like, oh, this is Alaron's the mole, not his subordinate. I mean, his subordinate also, but right, yeah, they're both the mole. <laughs> yeah, right. He he says how like. He like uh, either Elrond or Judok doesn't really know enough about Judah. the Gundam's power up. He but he just like knows it's gonna happen. Um, he needs to like chill out and not move so he doesn't like get forced into any sort of position. Um, and he just like orders um, like the first black character we see in the entire show, I believe. Yeah, that's why I was like, wait, uh, is this the only black character at their fucking traitor? Great. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 like just orders him to take some goofs to attack the Medea transport before it can get to White Base, and then White Base gets a transmission saying, "Yeah, you'll get your repairs. We're gonna send them on the way, and you're gonna get extra stuff. Nice. Yeah, get, you're gonna get some extra goodie bags." So we cut to Matilda flying with her Medeas, um, and then like combat begins. She's gonna get attacked by. The, the goofs are on these, like, sort of hover hoverboard-looking things. Yeah, they're, like, skateboarding in the sky. They're, like, surfboards. Um, and the, the, Matilda is, like, confused, kind of. She's like, 
they shouldn't know that we're doing this. But it's because mm-hmm. there's a fucking traitor. <laughs> yeah. She like she she sends a command uh, an SOS just in case. Um and then Whitebase gets the SOS. So Mirai sends Amuro Kai and Hayato out to help. Um but then immediately she's like, Oh never mind, never mind, never mind, White Place is gonna be defenseless. And this is when Sayla's like, Okay, forget your plans, I'm gonna do this. Sayla's like, Yeah, no, keep going. Keep keep going. Yeah. She she alters it, she's like only Amuro goes out in core fighter. Um, the others are going to bring gun cannon and the gun parry. Yeah. Um, and the gun parry is going to bring the gun to parts with it. So here's the thing. They say this is 140 kilometers away. Yes. They get there pretty dang quickly. Well, they're like in a fast jet thing, right? But Kai is just in the gun cannon. He just runs there in the robot. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's I, I know it's like time dilation works in sci-fi like this. It just things happen. It's just it's like he and he even makes a comment. He's like, this thing's not that fast, you know, but it's like, bro, you just ran 140 kilometers in like ten minutes. You good? Yeah, I guess I didn't like register because I also like don't know how long mm-hmm. that I don't know how many kilometers that is. Like I'm having a hard time judging how fast it would take like a car to get there. In miles, it is, like, almost 90, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's, like, 80, 80, 90 miles. So, yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Okay, yeah, Um, yeah. Okay. (laughs) And he runs that. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It happens. Um, But, yeah, like, and and, and it's, you know, Sayla's, like, sort of altering Mirai's commands. But, like, this is because she wants to help her. She's, like, trying to, like, help her figure out how to best lead the units. Um, So it's not, like, her being insubordinate. It's her, like being supportive, basically, and saying, like, okay, I'm just going to show you how to do this. And then, uh, dear sweet Amro, he's, like, flying over. He's, like, so horny. He wants to help Matilda so badly. He's just all for making sure Matilda is safe. It's like, yeah, okay, let's keep that energy out for everyone else on White Base, too, you know? Because he's very specifically, like, I gotta save Matilda and the supplies. And, yeah, he, he is. I, I noticed that too. He says Matilda before anything else. It's like, Amaro, your priorities, my man. Dude. <laughs> um, he gets to the battle. I love the goose finger guns. Yes, they just like shooting them out and like pian, like they like are making like spread out like it is doing a piano and they just like come out of the fingers like, it's cool like the fingers are all hollow cannons it's a really fun touch but he like shows up and immediately just like just destroys a goof um he goofs on the goof oh he goofs on him i like that <laughs> um and then we we cut to white base bright still like in bed on his deathbed he he wants to like he wants mirai to actually do repairs and, like, do something for the ship and not just, like, sit there and read the owner's manual. Which is, like, you gave her the owner's manual, dude. You wanted, you literally told her to read it in the last scene. Yeah, I mean, I think the point, like, I think it's because he kind of wants her to realize, like, they can do something other than just, like, stand by and wait for, like, people to mm-hmm. attack them. They can, like, try to keep repairing. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I kind of get it. Like, not everything's in the manual, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, you gotta you gotta learn some of it. It's like learn on the like job. when you get a game, you you read you read the manual and like yeah, it tells you all the basics, but it doesn't tell you all like the secret, the secret tips and tricks and stuff. You know, 
you got to actually play it. You got to call the Nintendo Power Hotline to sort of get, the, <laughs> you know, how to properly run White Base where all the secret units are stored. You have to buy the um, extra uh, Pokemon guide to Fire Red and Leaf Green. Yeah, you got to get that Prima guide. <laughs> um, but then he's, he sort of realizes he's like, okay, I want to be strong and lead by example like Ryu does, and I want Mirai to sort of like take charge of her own actions. So it's fine. I'm going back to bed. Peace out. I gotta get better kind of thing. Yeah. I, I will say, the whole time Bright was sick, I was never really worried for him because it wasn't framed in a way that was like the way we see Bright in bed being sick, trying to help people, and the way we see Ryu being sick, trying to help people, are, like, completely different. Ryu had more, like, death flags. Um, like, oh, yeah, yeah. As, was, so, as soon as Ryu got out of bed the first time, I was like, oh, God. He was <laughs> oh, no. kind of signaling, like, that this was probably his last episode. Whereas, like, Bright just kind of is, like, there. But he's, like, being responsible and staying in bed. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he's like, I have to get better. Like, I'm just gonna like take it easy, do what I can. So yeah, he he's like taking it safe, um, which is good because like I just, I can't, Morga can't have another person white base die. Mm. Um, I'm worried. Oh, I'm worried too. I feel like Sarah's gonna listen to this episode and be like, <laughs> and start cackling maniacally. <laughs> And then crying because I think we cut back to the battle now. Uh the Xeon dudes realize they're like, oh, there's a transport that like splits apart. We gotta chase that because that where that's where Gundam parts is. This is the, the gun parry they're talking about. Um but yeah, Kai shows up, he's like, oh, kept you waiting, huh? As he blows up a goof hoverboard to save the day and keep the gun parry intact. Yeah, it's like good job, Kai. Thanks. You you did one parentheses one good thing. Don't let it get to your head, kid. He does. Spoilers. He does. Oh yeah. He lets it get to his I, head. God, I hate this kid's gut so much, Morg. I was like, you know, I was like, okay. I mean, he's getting better at fighting. Like, I wasn't really like, I was like, I don't really like him as a character, but I was still just like, I mean, whatever. He's there. He's gonna shoot. He's helping. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. But just like the fact that he was like. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> it's like, come on, Yeah, dude. it's like, go to hell. Every come single on. time I give you a little bit of leeway, you just... Yeah, give an foot. inch, take a mile. Yeah. So Matilda orders everyone to land because her Medeas are, like, t- shot to hell. Um, yeah. Like, we have to land, we have to protect the power at Mecca because that's the most important thing right now. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, she specifically does it when, like, the power... I keep wanting to say power suit because... The Gundam power suit, just just like Metroid. The Gundam super suit. Um, <laughs> Matilda, where is my super suit? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she's just like, we gotta protect this. That's why I got, you know, I thought it was this episode that, like, something bad was gonna happen to Matilda, but I was wrong. Mm-hmm. No, nothing bad happens to Matilda, asterisk in this episode (laughs) um but as it turns out the power up mecha the g fighter it's like a hoverboard it's a hoverboard so that um like gundam can fly just like the goofs on their hoverboards 
Like, it's great. It's He could actually do mid-air combat without, like, having to jump. <laughs> mm. And, like, yeah. fall. And yeah, it. right. It, it's like, before he gets the hoverboard, like, they roll it out. It looks like this cool, like, jet tank at first. But this is when it looks like Amro might, like, straight up die. Because he's, like, fighting a goof. Oh, yeah. Um, it, he's, like, getting, like, blasted by the heat rod over and over again. Gundam has, like, a large gash in it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, if that was a person and not a robot, they would be bleeding out, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, cra- cra- absolutely. And he could not move. Cause, like, no, yeah, yeah. His his leg circuits are, are toasted. And then they're like, okay, well, we have to get this power suit. <laughs> This G, what is it? G power up Mecca. Power up Mecca. The power up Mecca to Amaro. He'll learn on the job. It's fine. Yeah, he's like he's a quick learner. He's good at these stuffs. It's He'll fine. Be fine. He he piloted the, <laughs> the Gundam without any sort of training. He's fine. Mm-hmm. He'll be fine. He's clearly good at this uncannily somehow. He has shown in powers. Yeah. <laughs> We get cuts throughout this scene of, like, Bright contacting Mirai on the bridge, asking about Matilda. And she's like, oh, she's just five minutes away. It's fine. Go back to bed. Um, You know, she doesn't want to worry him. She's kind of right. She's kind of, I mean, it doesn't take that yeah. much longer. Like. But, like, we, we get the sense that Mirai's getting better at commanding these units as this fight goes on. Yeah. Which I like to see. I do, too, yeah. Yeah. Um... I think, like, so the battle sort of ends. Um, they destroy the goofs. Yeah, um, because, obviously, Amro doesn't end up dying. And he's just yeah. flying around. And it's cool. Yeah, just, he's cool. He's doing 900s in the air. He's, like, he, 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 he carved out a vert ramp with his beam saber. Yeah. He does an ollie. He does an ollie. He does a cool kickflip. Um, Revel calls Mirai at White Base. And he, he tells her that, yeah, you did a great job commanding. And you, like, protected White Base. Um, I'm proud of you. And then Matilda shows up and, like, they start repairs. Wahoo! Wahoo! Let's go! Let's go to the last episode. Episode 24 Black TriStar! Black TriStar. Um, so doesn't it, like, first start off at Cassilia's base on the moon? And it's yes. Just, like, she's just, like, talking to, like, her other subordinates. Like the people like just below her, and they're like, mm-hmm. "We have to get robots. We have or we have to get more mobile suits for Tr- Commander Char." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "I miss Char. Where's my boy? Where's Where's Commander Char? Where's Char? Let's see my little boy. <laughs> Except he's bigger than Alvaro. <laughs> yeah." But yeah, she's like mad about the, these plans that she was proposed. She's like, "Nah, forget all that. Like, we're gonna, you know, we need big robot. We need more um, robots." She does foreshadow something that I hope to see later on. I'm sure we will. But she says we need to give a mobile. We need to give mobile suits to Shar before he joins the Mad Angler Squadron. Yeah, and I like, like I don't know what that? that is. That sounds cool as hell, though. I can't wait to meet whatever the Mad Angler Squadron is. I was like, okay, so they kind of got him back i guess Mm -hmm. and then he's joining something with a cool ass name nothing could go wrong no it'll probably be fine um and then she also sends some doms to the tristars to help makuve yeah no subs allowed (laughs) 
it, it seems that the Tristars are some sort of like special forces elite unit. Yeah. Um, because of course they are, because they have a cool name. Yeah. Is there more than just the ones that end up on Earth? Are there like more? I, I like more Doms. No, more Black Star, the Black Tristar. No, the Tristars are only like those three, three dudes. Them. Okay, yeah, that's what Tri. There's, they're yeah. more Doms because, like, they mentioned that they that like Ramboral wanted some Doms to fight with. Yeah, but I he remember wasn't that. given any. But yeah, I, I believe the Tristars are just like these three schmucks who are like the elite units or whatever. Lol, they they lose one of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oops, get owned. I guess they're by Star now. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. So Amaro is like showing Matilda around White Base, taking her to Bright, showing her all the cool shortcuts. He's just so horny about it. He just he's like very insistent on showing her everything, you know. Like mm-hmm. it's a lot. But um they also end up like going in an elevator and um you know, running into uh Frabo. And the reason I even take note of this is because she's like, at some point she's just like, Humph. and then Haru repeats her and it's very cute. And she's like, Humph. Humph. yeah, and she kicks Haru, which sucks. Yeah, because she was just like, because Amaro like ignored her. Amaro's with other girl. Amaro, That's no good. Yeah, but it's just very cute to hear Haru saying, Humph. I like Haro. I want to see more Haro. I know that there's like there's a lot of different Haros in Gundam, so I feel like there's always there's, there will always be a Haro. Yes. Um, Haro is dead. Long live Haro. So the, she, uh, uh, bleh, bleh, bleh. Matilda and Amaro pass by Kai and the lads who are like working on some guns. I think. <sighs> yeah. Uh, and and Kai's... Kai's like, oh, can can I can I like can I get a photo, please? Yeah, because Kai was already, like, she overheard him, which, like, I was just like, no, no. She overheard him, and she's like, good luck getting a girlfriend. It's, like, very funny. <laughs> she owns him. I like it. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, like, a lot to, like, be like, oh, Kai likes her, so he's gonna take the risk anyway and get a picture with her. Like, he's just very persistent. In, like, a worse yeah. way than Amaro is. Yeah, like, I... Here's the thing, though. I'm kind of okay with him being so upfront about it because it means we get to see Matilda constantly reject him. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's it's funny. It's, um... Yeah. Honestly, and even him asking about the picture is funny because he's just, like, fucking embarrassed as shit, but he still goes for it. He does the two like fingers pointing towards each other, like the the sad crying face, like the tears welling up a face emoji. Can we please take a picture together? <laughs> um, but it, I, I like the moment too because it's like all the boys and Amaro and Matilda, and like he sets a timer on the tripod and like runs in. The camera takes a photo. Of course, as he's running into the photo, so he's like like off to the side, like facing not towards the camera. It's a cute touch. It's yeah, it's really good. And then Amro does the breakfast club, like, freeze frame jumping up thing with it. He's so happy. He's so happy to have a picture with her. He isn't even next to her. He's just fucking thrilled. He's like, it's 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 a nice, innocent moment, you know? It's very cute. 
I, I like it. He because again, he's fifteen. Like that's great. Good for him. Yeah. Um, what happened? So at the Federation base, Revel learns of a big old Xeon warship landing on Earth, and he's like, "Okay, we got to move up with us today. We got to do it earlier." Um, Elron and Judok are like, they start immediately Jordan Peele sweating. They're like, oh, "You you want to move it up, sir?" Um, so they have to like inform Makuve of this because they're the double agents. Um, yeah, they're like then, shit. Um, Judok, are you fucking double agent? Are you triple agent? Are you a triple agent? Why did they know this? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like they're 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 not. They're not good at getting this information around. Uh, and I okay, I really like the scene com- that comes up after this when we cut back to Amaro and, and Matilda, and Amaro sort of asks her why she's in the supply corps. Yeah, like like why specifically that? And she says that it allows her to create things amid the destruction of war. And this is like, wow, great. I like that. I'm like, man, this is like the most characterization we've gotten from. Yeah, and, and then he's like, he says, well, I think you're a strong person. And she sort of, like, flicks him, like, like on the forehead. He's like, dang, you're, she's like, you're cheeky. And he's, like, very yeah. embarrassed. He's like, I don't know. He's no match for her. I, it's like, I like that she's clearly, like, she's super aware that all the boys are, like, swooning over her. And she's just like, whatever, like, these, these boys are being 15-year-olds. Like, I'm just gonna, you know, tell them off when I need to. Yeah. Um... But what happens next? Then we see the Tri Stars. Yeah, they, the Tri Stars, and this is like the first time we see the Doms too, right? Yeah, yo, the Doms are cool as hell. They're so cool. They're like this like grayish purple color, and they have like, you know, they still have like the one eye that like the goof and the um the Zaku's, Zaku's have. But it's like the the head is completely different. Yeah, the eyes can go up and down this time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, these things look cool as hell. They they hover over the ground. They don't run or they don't fly. They like hover like a couple feet off the ground. It's dope. It's cool. I guess like a, like a couple meters since they're that big. But like, although there are some funny parts where this hovering, it just looks like. That they're just like drag and drop. This yeah. <laughs> tr- translate image, it's 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 a cost saving measure. Yeah, it, it like works, but I, I only it, noticed yeah. one of them that made me laugh for some reason. Yeah, it was it was usually like pretty good though. Yeah, because they do like they have that little vibration to it that makes it look more natural. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they trip a sensor on the way to white base and like the, the alarm sound, they're all like, Oh no. Um, Hayato mentions as they all get mobilized that the gun tank controls are in the cockpit now. So it doesn't need two operators anymore. Like he can both pilot and fly or he can both pilot it and shoot at the same time. Yeah. Which like good. Cause like, you know, gun cannon and gun dumb were like way better. Cause they only needed one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's nice that like they still use the other gun, like the like gun tank and stuff. I I I really appreciate that it's it's not only Gundam stealing the show. Like they always need all the support units to like you know properly fight. I appreciate yeah, it a lot. Like Gundam's definitely the star, but they still need everyone mm-hmm. else. Yeah, you need you need the you need the, the your backup they even singers. Need white base to shoot stuff. <laughs> yeah, 
so they can't send Gundam out yet because they're still checking the G armor. Um, and who is going to be the G armor pilot? But one Sayla. Sayla gets a robot. It's it's like I oh I like this so much. I'm so happy for her. Give Sayla a robot. God, this is this is this is the step on the way. This is merely a stepping stone. They better show her getting better, you know, because like this mm-hmm. is definitely like she's just like um, I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> mm-hmm. but she's still kind of the only one, other than that job, that Job person. Job, yeah. Oh, it looks like the biblical Job. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's like the only one besides Job who can like who has piloted Gundam stuff before. Mm-hmm. So they're like, yeah. okay, well, you need to do the thing, because he's busy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, as Amro gets into the G-armor, Matilda blows him a kiss, and like we get a good <laughs> ten seconds of Amro just like, blush face emoji staring dead ahead in like the darkness of the cockpit. It's such a funny shot. He's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. His eyes are so funny. <laughs> His eyes bug out. It's such a funny shot. <laughs> I just, I, I'm still laughing at it. He's baby. He's baby. Look, if, if a woman I had the hot sword blew me a kiss when I went to war, I'd be like, oh, damn. I'm going to kill so many of the bad guys in her honor. <laughs> God, I, I don't know. First of all, I don't know if I would be in a war. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, we're assuming a lot of things about this scenario. True. <laughs> uh, um, but, yeah, they're checking. So, as this is happening, Mirai's checking the engines in white base. And they got a problem because the power won't increase. Like, they repaired everything, they added in some new parts, but, like, the engines not work good. And Sela can't figure out the G-armor docking either, but they have no choice. They all got to launch anyway. Yeah, they just kind of make her launch, even though she's still, mm-hmm. like, looking at the manual. <laughs> yeah, she's still reading the the, the the owner's manual, checking out the warranty on it. She's like, oh, this thing got heated seats. Cool. Damn, this thing got paddle shifters? Big cup How many holders? Cu- they, they put seven cup holders in the G-Armor. I could put all my big gulps in here that I got at the Space envelope, 7-Eleven. <laughs> I carried them with me. They've been on Earth with me for months now. The slushy has melted, but I can still <laughs> use them. It, it reminds me of the good old days before I was a child soldier. God. Oh look, there's so much. There's so the, the glove compartment pops out to be a little tray that I can put my space Wendy's on while I eat it. Hot damn! <laughs> um, so they, they launch. As it turns out, the G armor is like not maneuverable at all. It's basically like a big, fat, heavy jet. So it's fast, but it can't turn good. Yeah, which you know. If they had kind of uses. known that, it probably they could have maybe taken that more into account, but they didn't. Well, there's a reason it can't turn good that we find out later on that I didn't really pick up on until what? like we see it like change. I did. Um, oh, I didn't realize that Gundam was inside it. The oh, whole time. oh, you didn't? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was like, wait, Gundam? Yeah. No, yeah, it's because it's like, yeah. Well, that, we'll get there. Um, but I was like, I knew Gundam was see, in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, Amuro's still trying to help her pilot it. Like, he's, he's like, the gunner right now. It's sort of like the snow speeders in Episode 5 of Star Wars, where, like, there's the pilots up front. 
and the gunners in the back like sh- shooting things but i guess amara is technically in the middle inside gundam mm-hmm. here but like he, he can fire guns i think both out of gundam like the vulcan cans on the head and then like the missiles in the ship so it's like it's cool yeah i guess the missiles in the ship were like better though so he was like i gotta i want to keep using these uh, the Tri-Stars, like, don't recognize what the G-Armor is. They're like, what the hell is this new thing? Um, because they weren't able to receive intel from the traders yet, which is pretty cool. I like to see that. Yes. So, let's see. We cut over. Back at the bridge, they still haven't really been able to figure out the engine troubles. Mirai has a bad feeling about all of this. And Matilda's like, Mirai, you seem like a chronic worker. Worrier? Worrier. I typed, no, worker. She says worrier. Does she? Dyslexia strikes again. I'm pretty sure. I mean, she is also a chronic worker, so you're correct. But I'm, like, pretty sure it's worrier because she's, like, making worried faces and stuff. I mean, I'll defer to you because I have <laughs> trouble reading things sometimes. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah. Either works, but yeah. Matilda's like, yo, Mira, you gotta chill out, girl. She's right, but also... She's right. But also, I would also uh, be worried in the middle of war. Yeah. Okay, so um, Kai in a gun cannon calling himself a useless klutz gives me power. That's what my notes is. Yeah, it's like, yes, yeah, say, say that more, please. <laughs> look, look me in the eyes and tell me that you're useless. Because <laughs> he was just trying to, like, shoot one of the... Uh, one of the dumb, and he fucking missed... Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so useless. I'm like, yes, you are. Yeah, you are, bro. <laughs> uh, but they, yeah, they uh, cut to the G armor. They have to do the docking thing. Amro's like, I believe in you, Sailor. This will be just fine. We got the computer to help us. And they do it, and it works just fine. And yeah, so like the G armor splits apart and like reforms. And it's like, I think a little bit smaller because Gundam's not in it anymore. Mm-hmm. And then Amro gets to fight uh, Dom versus. Gundam Dom is cool. Gundam is a cool battle. Um, this is the part. This is when he's leaping on one of the Doms to fight the other Dom. Yeah, so they do. Oh my god! They, so the TriStar leader. I don't know the TriStar leader's name, but the other two are Ortega and Mash. It's Bangers and Mash. <laughs> uh, the, the leader tells them to do a jet stream attack. Um. And it's basically like they all like do a single file line and like as one shoots and dies out of the way and Amuro dodges, there's another ready to shoot him. And if he dodges that, there's a third one ready to shoot him. But like Amuro is fast as hell in this Gundam. He's like jumping on their heads, like barely dodging missile shots. It's really, really cool. It's all in like slow motion. Yes. And it has that cool, like funky background again. Yeah. I love it. I like, it's like almost like tie dye. It's just, I, oh God, the colors in this show are so good. They are. Cause he's like red at some point. Like, I think it might have been last episode when he was like dying. <laughs> Nearly, yeah. It was, yeah. No, the yeah, I remember that was like a very like dark, scary red color. Yeah, I was like, oh, is he gonna like explode? What's going on? Oh no! Um, but as this is happening, Matilda gets in the Medea to head out and fight because she wants to make sure that White Base can leave. Like, uh-huh. she's like, oh, it's, we're so close. We gotta. Give them back up. They're getting too close to white base. And so she does. She she tries to straight up just like ram a Dom with the Medea, like nose first. 
doesn't go so well. It flips the Medea over and makes a big crater. It, like, punches it in the, like... I guess it doesn't have a face, but I just think of... In the nose. The front of the, <laughs> of the ship as a face. Yeah, no, well, it's called the nose, so it's basically there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as it turns out, uh, Matilda beefs it. Rest in peace. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. This, it's just like, I don't know. I didn't really know what was happening at first, because it's barely, like, important in the fight. It's like, yeah, the Medea blows up, but, like, none of them are like, oh, shit, Matilda dies. It's just like, Amaro gets mad, and he destroys a dom. And Sido's like, I couldn't do anything to help. But, like, I don't know. It's so much more downplayed than Ryu was, which I guess makes sense. But even Rambo Rao is more of, like, a thing. They make a big deal out of it, you know? Yeah. What if she's not dead? No. I just, I'm pretty sure she is, because that's a big-ass crater, but, like, you know. No, yeah, they they salute her and her crew as they, like, yeah, no, she's dead. She, she dead, for real. But it's still just, like, damn, this, the only person that seems, like, full-on upset is Amuro. And, I mean, it kind of makes sense. But, mm-hmm. I don't know. I Yeah, it, it was much less dramatic than anyone else's death so far, really, other than, like, background characters. Yeah, yes, but, like, yeah, the, the, the fight ends, they're sad about it. Um, Revel, like, gets the news that they, they survived, they push the doms back. Elrond is mad that they survived the fight, they're like, they sh- those twerps shouldn't have been able to survive the Black Tri-Stars. Um, and we see White Base in the morning, flying away from the crater, they're all, like, on, on White Base outside, like, all saluting. Including Bright! Um, Including Bright, yeah, he's fine now, I guess. He's not sweaty anymore, so that means he's fine. He's, like, still seems a little out of it, but he's, like, leading the salute. Yeah. And Amuro is like, Miss Matilda, Miss Matilda, and he, like, yells out off frame, Miss Matilda! Matilda Sad! <laughs> like, it's just, ugh, poor Amuro. Literally every character he starts to like is just like, eh, see ya. Bye. Um, and like, yeah, Sela blames herself for this because she couldn't like pilot the G armor well. I guess I'm like, dude, you got thrown in there. You got thrown to the wolves. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like that's also setting up for a big thing of Sela gonna become really competent. I hope because so. like every time she gets to something, she's like, oh, I didn't do good enough, but she still does it. Gets back in another thing. So it's like, I believe in her. Yeah, me too. I care, Sela. I care. But I'm also like, oh, she's she's getting a bigger like role in like the 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 robot fighting part, and also Char yeah. is coming back. So I want to see Char. I can't wait. I'm like, oh, they're gonna fucking meet in battle, and it's gonna be like brother, oh. brother. Yeah, that's the episode. You like to see it. You do like to see it. So you messaged me earlier in Discord asking, what's the deal with these doms? Yes. And, well, let me tell you. MS-09B, Dom, is what we're going to talk about today. Our little uh, trivia segment um, that I don't have a name for. I maybe had a name for it in the past, but that was the old me, and this is the new <laughs> Well, it's because it was like Robot of the Week, except what I do when I talk about robots. Right. That. Yeah, this is this is the heretofore unnamed segment previously titled Robot of the Week. So the, the MS09B Dom. Yeah. 
It's it's uh it's a type of MS mobile suit, which is what the MS stands for. I want to say Zaku's MS02. So this is like several iterations past that. Um, these things are a lot beefier looking than Zaku's. They have, um, like you said, they're like more purple and black. They have like a red cross shaped like eye hole in the front where the like little purple pupil goes back and forth and up and down. A little purple pupil eater. A little purple pupil eater. Uh, inside, like the the flaring on the arms and the waist, and like the cool bell bottom flaring on the legs, there's like a nice bright bright red color, and like it, it has a lot of what the Zaku's can do, but like just more powerful guns, pretty much. Basically, the black story on them is that the I'm sorry, okay, so Zaku's are MSO six. This is MSO nine. So this is like three iterations past Zaku twos. Anyway, Zaku's are good in space, but under gravity, they couldn't do so hot. So the the sort of Xeon manufacturer of these mobile suits was like, okay, let's make something that is able to like sort of hover. So basically, what they they use the data from the goof, um, which is like you know the sort of the stepping stone after Zaku's into more powerful units. Yeah. So essentially, the way that it works is that it, it has like in, in in addition to its like Minovsky reactor, it has like chemical thrusters in its leggies to sort of like allow it to hover, which is how it can go so fast. I think, what is its ground speed? It says here, 240 kilometers an hour. Wow, that's real fast. <laughs> that is nearly 150 miles an hour. Jesus. So yeah, th- them fast. Um, they're really cool though. Um, a little bit of trivia. So let's see. Dom, a Dom appears. So, okay, you know Capcom maker of fighting games the world over. So their very first uh, in-house published 3D fighting game, Star Gladiator, um, a Dom is like a scrapped, unplayable character in that game. (laughs) And it's called a different thing. It's called a Blodia, which is from a different Capcom robot fighting game that's like their own design. But this is like, they just use this design as a sort of placeholder, I guess. Um, so it's like in a game that's not about Gundams, you can play as a Dom, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, also, Dom in Japanese is called um, Chachamaru. What? Yeah, um, his, his Japanese catchphrase is Fun Fun, which sort of translates to Sniff Sniff, which is a reference to like how sad he always looks. He comes with a tie-dye tee as his like, default costume. Um, and in Pocket Camp, he also his scarf because the sheets were different in that game. <laughs> I don't know why that took me so long. I was like, "What are you?" <sighs> yeah, he was born March 18th. He's a Pisces. Um, his American catchphrase is "Indeed a Rue." <laughs> he's a jock. Uh- <laughs> in case you don't realize this, listener, he's talking about Dom from Animal Crossing. <laughs> I don't know why it took me so long to realize that. I was, like, crying. I was like, him? Wait. (laughs) You motherfucker. Yeah, well, I I feel like this segment at the end of the episode is always going to turn into, like, Max's trick. I got fooled. Oh, my God. So... So, so okay, this is just my my personal anecdote. Dom was one of my starting villagers in New Horizons. I don't. I never got to see what his actual house looked like because he has like the default wooden furniture. Mm-hmm. 
But his house is cool. It's like a backyard. Um, it has like the the white picket fence with the sky and like a grass floor. He has a big rainbow like inflatable beanbag. He has some log stakes, uh, like a hay bale, a water fountain, like an outdoor sort of like pizza oven, a lawnmower. Aww. He has like a cute little like backyard outdoor sort of thing going I on. I love that he's like a jock, but he's also like very gay. <laughs> Dom's great. He's one of my favorite villagers. Like I, he's definitely my favorite of all the new ones. Yeah. Yeah, I think same. Oh, damn it. I just realized I didn't get medicine for Sid, who's sick in my town today. Rest in peace, Sid. Oh, well. It's only 8.30. Nook is still open for another hour and a half. I can do it later. Uh, oh, that's my segment. Welcome to our uh, podcast, um, Animal Pod Sting. Okay. <laughs> that animal, animal casting. Animal casting. There you go. This is why you come up with the names of the podcasts. Yeah, I'm good at making up names of things. I'm good at nothing else. <laughs> um, <laughs> my best performance in Pokemon League each season is just having fun making names. Uh, so, Morg, mm-hmm. where can we find you on the internets if we so choose to do? Find me at Haunting the Morg. That's Haunting the M-O-R-G on Twitter. Um, and Tumblr. I mean, you can find me most places there, but I'm the most active on Twitter. Uh, and you can also find me on my other podcast, The Sonic Shuffle, uh, where I learn about Sonic lore in a random and holistic way. Mm-hmm. What's what's your latest foray into Sonic? Um, we did another episode of Sonic Underground, uh, which mm-hmm. is a bad show that I refuse to watch, and I make Dan <laughs> tell me about it because I'm like, Mm-mm. you know, the fact I even watch Sonic X is like a lot, but I'm like, no, I'm not gonna watch <laughs> Underground, and he's like, I don't want you to. I think it's it's funnier if. I try to explain it to you. So yeah, D- Dan-, Dan is the Marine getting like Molotovs and knives and bullets shot at him, protecting you. And you're the person asleep in the bed. It's true. Um, well, if you want to watch a good TV show, <laughs> you can always go to t- twitter.com slash pot of greed cast, where you can find pot of greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp, a show that I do with some of my friends, including Dan of the aforementioned Sonic shuffle. And if you want to find me, uh, I'm on Twitter at MaxiBajillion. That's about it these days. Um, and special thanks to our friends at NoiseSpace.xy Zygarde. Um, Zygarde. Why isn't it Zygarde? Uh, mm, Should be Zygarde. X, XY Zekrom. <laughs> there you can find other podcasts um, of all sorts of kinds and shapes and sizes. Um, Go there, check them out. All of our friends podcasting. As we said, 2020 is the year of podcasting. Podcasting will never die. So, if you need more content, check it out. Please. Please do. That's, like, Please. how I found Max. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, honestly, like, all of my internet friends now are, like, through HKIP or Noise Space and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, well, Morg, what I dare ask is your robot of the week. Oh, don't cringe like that. It's not that bad. Oh, I was just doing a more dramatic build up to Yet. it. Yet. Yet. Yeah. Okay. Well, I trust you. Furby and his American 
electronic robotic toy that was originally <laughs> released by uh, Tiger Electronics in 1998. It resembles a hamster or owl-like creature and went through a period of being a must-have toy following its holiday season until 2000. Uh, over 40 million Furbies were sold <laughs> during those three years. Uh, they still make them. Uh, they look a lot different now. Um, they kind of have more like screens for eyes instead of the old uh, kind of more mechanical eyes uh-huh. that I'm used to. Uh, they're also known uh, people make long versions of Furby, just called Long Furby. Uh, I love Long Furby. As do I. <laughs> That's why I was like, I'm going to talk about Furby. That's a robot. I'm surprised to hear that it only started in 1998. Yeah, real 90s. Kids. I feel like it's an I feel like it's an earlier 90s thing. Like I always feel, in my head, I imagine Furby came out in like 92 or something. I, I mean, to be fair, like at least for me, like the 90s ended when I was like five, so I was still like pretty mm-hmm. young, you know, like when they came out. So. Six, yeah, I guess. I guess. I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I was five when it came out, so it checks out. And I was like, uh, 1998. Yeah, I was like four when it came out, I guess. Yeah. So, makes sense to me. Yeah. Look, uh, real, real 90s kids know Kirby. Furby. <laughs> real 90s kids also know Kirby. True. Um, I think that will do it for this week. Hell yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> War is bad. Wow. Cool robot.